Hey guys, welcome to the number 210 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. In today's episode, we are going to be recapping the Wizards' fourth straight victory with an 102-92 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. And then previewing their matchup tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern um, at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder, their fourth straight game at home. However, the main, the main thing, the the happiest thing about this game, if you want to be a Wizards fan, is Bradley Beal making his return after five games on the health and safety protocol. It's going to be a good episode. I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, view. And, of course, as always, let's get into this. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. start off here by recapping this Grizzlies-Wizards game. This is a low-scoring, inefficient basketball game. Uh, it's a really good way to describe it. Uh, free-throw shooting, I think, honestly. You, you could just say free-throw shooting inefficient. Um, because the Grizzlies, 70% for the line, still not good, but, you know, they only technically, they only had three misses because they didn't attempt that many free-throws. So, you know, I guess it's not too bad. It's still not good at all, but I don't think they should be too hurt for it. I mean, they were missing their two best players, arguably their two best shooters. So it is tough. But the Wizards, 50, 11 of 21, which is 52.4% from the free throw line. That is ridiculous. I, I get that the Wizards got the win. But in most games, I'd say 99% of game, out In the playoffs, shooting 50, it doesn't matter. Forget regular season. If the Wizards do want to make a run here, and go deep in the postseason, you cannot expect to shoot 52.4% from three and say, you got a W. You absolutely cannot expect that. Now, their three-point shooting was spectacular. 19 of 40, nearly 50%, 47.5% from downtown, mainly left from Christos Porzingis, who was 6 of 10, Jordan Goodwin, who was 3 of 4, Denny Avdia, who was 4 of 7, and Corey Kispert, who was 2 of 2. However, I think it is very concerning to see the Wizards. You know, they had uh, opportunities at the line. They had, they were, had they had over double of um what Memphis had over two hundred percent more. However, it is a big problem over one hundred percent more, whatever you would use there. But the the problem is when you're getting all those attempts and you're not making them. I do want to break that down because that is a really key thing. The Wizards cannot expect to go on a deep playoff run and do this. Now, field goal percentage could also be better, 41.9%, um, 36 of 86, um, you know, from the field. But individually, I mean, Christoph Porzingis, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, plus 10. What a great game for him now. Foul trouble could be a concern. Hit four fouls. But overall, good game. Shot just under 50% from the field, 60% from three. And 
um, 83.5% from the free throw line. So a very good game from him. Abdi also played really well. Season high, 21 points. May, may have been a career high. Uh, five assists, one steal, plus four, eight of 16. It's 50%. Um, from the field, four of seven uh, from three-point range. Yeah, again, very, very, very good game uh, from Teddy Avdia. I would like to see Kyle Kuzma do more, uh, even though he did have nine points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, good defense. would like to see him do more. Jordan Goodwin, what an underdog story, a guy that was just signed on his basic summer league contract and now played 26 minutes in a Wizards victory. Great game from him, 10 points. Eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block. He's been playing incredible defensively. All three of his shots were made from downtown. And he, of course, made a free throw to get him to 10 points. Uh, and Monte Morris also. He's been one of the, I think, it, the most well-rounded player in the Wizards so far this year. Him and Jordan Goodwin, the two point guards. Not who you would expect to be uh, well-rounded. You think maybe points assist on, but they've been getting some rebounds to begin some steals, getting some blocks. Monte Morris specifically in this game, 10 points, six rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block. Um, the Grizzlies did give him a scare. I think their largest lead was nine points. Um, but I think it showed a lot of leadership in Christoph Porzingis uh, when it was nine. I think he made three straight threes to tie up the game. Um, and then they ended up taking the lead. I think that shows a lot of leadership when you're missing your leader, when you're missing your $251 million mega max superstar, man, you need your number two to step up. And that's exactly what he did. And, um, ever since he had that questionable, I'll call it questionable fourth quarter um, in Memphis, actually, um, you know, in, in these two teams' first matchup uh, when he honestly blew the game. That Beal was out in that game, but still, you know, when he had that questionable game, he has improved a lot more since then. So that is a, a very positive thing to look at and, you know, to see him, you know, playing great basketball right now, um, you, you know, down the stretch here. I mean, the Wizards have won four straight. Can they make it five, though? They have their four straight game at home out of this seven-game stretch. So we are going to preview – their game against a six and eight Oklahoma City Thunder. I would like to add though, this Thunder team has been better than their record says. They've had a lot of close games. Josh Giddy, Shea Gilders Alexander, Josh Giddy had a triple double the other night. Shea Gilders Alexander is averaging over thirty one points per game. These are two very talented players, and they've had a lot of close games. Um, their last matchup, they lost by four in Boston. Again, very. I mean, when you're losing by four to one of the best teams in the league, like that is very impressive. They beat the Knicks and the Raptors uh, in the two games before that, who have been two really good teams. They lost to the Bucs, probably the best team in the NBA, by four. They beat the Mavericks. They beat the Clippers twice. So, you know, while this team, you know, may not have been, may have, may have not been, they haven't been amazing this year. They've definitely had a lot of close games and bounces haven't gone their way. So this is, even though, it seems like an easier game, which it should be an easier game considering the way the Wizards are playing right now. This is not a sit-up. This is not an easy matchup. This is not a game that the Wizards can look over considering they have, you know, Miami and Charlotte coming up on the schedule with two very talented teams. They, this is not a game where they can just look over and, you know, pass up on. You know, they really need to, you know, get their work together and win this game. You know, Beal coming back, you know, regain some chemistry there. So he is no longer the injury report. And Todd Gibson is also making his return. And we'll see if he doesn't get some time before injury. He was getting a little bit of time. DeLon Wright's the only guy out for the Wizards. He's still out for a few more weeks. For the Thunder, Chet Holmgren's still out with that uh, season-ending injury. But Trey Mann and Darius Baisley being out does hurt the depth on this team, so that brings us into the starting lineups. Are we gonna have Shea Gilgis Alexander 
Josh Giddy, Jayla Williams, Lou Dort, and Alexi Pokashevsky in the lineup. Jayla Williams is coming in for Darius Baisley. They're moving Dort down to the four. Then Trey Mann, though, missing a backup guard like that is really important. Now Aaron Wiggins is going to have to play a bigger role. Um, and who knows if Aaron Wiggins could really play that way on both sides of the ball like Trey Mann has been. Uh, Trey Mann has been very has been a very decent backup point guard uh, so far for the Thunder. So I really do think that could make um, a little bit of a difference. But again, Bradley Beal returning is the key here. And in his return game at home, I do see the Wizards taking home the win, 113 to 105, starting off with Mike Coburn's catch. I think the Coburn's catch here, I think what they need to do is utilize the three-point shot. Oklahoma City is one of the better room-protecting teams in the entire NBA. They're averaging 6.2 blocks per game, which is fifth in the NBA, which is, that's very crucial, fifth in the NBA. But their three-point shooting defense is about middle of the pack. They're 11th, but they're like 0.2% above like the 15th place team so they're about middle of the pack when it comes to three-point shooting defense about league average a little better than league average when it comes to opponent three-point percentage but with bradley beal back they should utilize the three-point shot over this four-game winning streak i mentioned that i shot 47 and a half percent from three last game overall the stretch is shot 41.6 percent from three which um is very impressive uh, you know, when it comes to three-point shooting, it's just, it's incredible, actually, when it comes to three-point shooting. So, uh, over this four-game winning streak, and now when you're getting a good shooter like Bradley Beal, um, if the Wizards shoot well from three, like they should, it will open up the paint game. And when you have your uh, superstar and Bradley Beal having a tendency to drive to the paint, because that's where he mostly succeeds, and then having guys like Porzingis and Gafford, bigs that can drive in the paint, uh, the Wizards can close out this game in the paint and get their fifth straight win doing so. I think, you know, you start the game, you use the three-point shot. As the game goes on, once they really guard that three-point shot tighter, it's going to allow easier opportunities to the mid-range and to the paint. Speaking of mid-range, I would like to see Rui Hachimura do more in this game. He only made one three-point shot. That was the only shot he made the entire game. Again, just three points. So um, I would like to see him play better, and I think maybe if they utilize the three-point shot, then the mid-range will get open, and eventually the paint will get open, as I think the paint will honestly be the Wizards' main source of offense to close out the game. As again, they will get their fifth-grade victory on their fourth home game of the seven-game homestead. Surprising statement. I think Shea Gilders Alexander, who's been one of the best players in the NBA this season, will have four or more turnovers in this game, at least four turnovers. It's just, especially again, Trey Man, Darius Baisley, even if those guys with those guys, they just don't have enough depth when it comes to offensive firepower, even though they do have Shea. Uh Shea Gilders Alexander SGA. So he is going to be double teamed a lot. And because of that, he, they are the Wizards are going to force some turnovers. They have been really good double teaming this year, and I think that the only positive this will bring is this will allow Josh Giddy to have his second twenty plus point game of the season. He just had it a few nights ago. Maybe he can put up twenty plus points again, and you know try to make it close to the Thunder. Shea is still going to have a great statistical game when you look at points, rebounds, and assists. But I'm going to see him having a lot of turnovers, and it's not going to be his fault. It's going to be because of the lack of depth that they have put around Shea Gillis-Alexander, and that is going to be because the Wizards, West Hansel Jr., and the Wizards are going to set up a really good scheme to stop him. Spread time, Wizards minus 5, Thunder plus 5, over under 229. I do like the Wizards, and I do like the under. Um, uh, Wizards minus 7.5, Thunder plus 7.5. That would be my spread. Over under 220, I would still pick the under. I have 218. Seems like everything's 218 after my over-under 218, or my total score is 218. And then I would pick the Wizards, and I do have the winning by points. Um, it is crazy, though, how everything, I feel like, rounds to 218. You know what? I like a lot of 218 points. I'm just saying. Fantasy outlook. I have Kristaps Porzingis getting 45 to 50 fantasy points. 
I have Bradley Beal getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. I have Shea Gilgis Alexander also getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. Again, still turnovers, but he is going to have a lot of points, a lot of rebounds, a lot of assists, and it is going to help uh, his fantasy basketball um, points. And then Josh Giddy, again, I think he'll succeed 35 to 40 fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? Well, I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 74.3% chance of winning makes a lot of sense. The Thunder have really struggled this season. Uh, I say really struggled. They, you know, I mentioned how they've had a lot of close games, but eventually they're 6 and eight, not a great team. And the Wizards are on a four-game winning streak, and now they're finally getting back to 251 million Mega Max Superstar after five games of absence. I think this is a period-type percentage. I think this makes a lot of sense by ESPN. And they've had some uh, they've had some good ones like this. They have had some bad ones, so trust me. Uh, but this one is probably their finest of the year when it comes to the wizard predicting uh, Wizards games percentages. Last but not least, who you got? I think Bradley Beal is going to have a very good game in his first game back from health and safety protocol. I feel like one, I had to choose him, but two, there's a lot of logic to choosing him as well. The Wizards have had other offensive weapons in his absence step up. Daddy Avdia. Corey Kisper finally started to get it going. Those are a lot of key weapons. Now that they that now that those players will have to be guarded even more and have defenses will have to emphasize uh, guarding them more, it will allow Bradley Beal to get more open opportunities, and that is scary towards the NBA. But again, if you do force him more, he will he will find those options. So I feel like there's no easy way, there's no easy way out if you wanted to say Rocky lines, uh, you know, if you want to go like that. But um, you know, I see Beal's the team's leading scorer, the leader as usual, and they're gonna win their fifth straight game. I see him having 24 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, two steals, and I'm gonna I'm gonna choose. Usually I just kind of do like a a percentage of it makes sense. I'm actually gonna do an exact percentage for today. 53.3% from the field, eight of fifteen exactly from the field. 40% from three, two of five, and 85.71% from the free throw line, six of seven. I think that gets up to 24 points. As again, the Wizards get their fifth straight victory in their fourth game of the seven-game homestand. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. And of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Enjoy the game. Peace.